You ready? Yeah, you ready? Let's do it. And now, from the dry hills of Santa Clarita, California, it's time for America's least listened to podcast. It's Christianese with your blessing-filled hosts, Jared Burkholder, Dan Satchoff, and Brian Irwin. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. So it feels really good to be back. Wow. I mean, do you know the term back in the saddle? Are you too young to know that term? Uh, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> too young. I am too urban to know that. <laughs> You're too metrosexual <laughs> yes, to know that term? That's what we refer to to being in our skinny jeans after a long hiatus. <laughs> I Can I just tell you? <laughs> yes. It's uh, Jared Brickle, Dan Satchoff here. We're back with Christianese. It's been uh, seven months. We're sorry about that. We'll give some reasons. Tonight. Can I tell you this? There was, a, there was a period during the lockdown when like, I hadn't put on real pants in so long. Oh, yeah. And I put on jeans and boots is what I normally wear. And it was a little like, a, uh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> we had now, it hasn't been six months. Cause we've, we've done a few didn't mid we? quarantine. Yeah. We did a few, we did some, I thought we stopped in April. We did we? some via phone and then we did some, yeah, I think you're right, you're right before. Didn't we do some before the second lot? We're in California by the way. So we're going to talk post and, and pre second and first lockdown because we're still basically locked down. Yeah. And, and latest word is we're all going to go underground. That's what I heard. There's <laughs> like a, there's planet a, of the tunnel system down there yeah <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know i feel I like know. covid has thrown off time where there's moments where i'm like oh that was last week and you'll be yeah. like, that was four months ago and then yeah. there's other moments where it's four months ago and that was last week here's the thing so we we have we have done some episodes a couple of episodes that we did have not aired yet which we are going to post after this because it's been so long since we did those we figured it would be really weird if we just put those up randomly yeah Without context. Without any context. It would feel like we lived under a rock. Right. And I got an email actually the other day at blessingfieldhost at gmail.com. Dan, would, would, that, I, would that be the email that people would email us at? Sure. I'm so, that is, it's almost like kismet the way you, the way you pitch that right now. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Blessingfieldhost at gmail.com. So somebody said, it's our friend Jim who we've had on the podcast. Yeah. Jim said, so did kill, COVID kill the podcast? <laughs> And I need to get back to him on that, but I was like, no. And and it it look, we just there have been so many things going on, yeah, in life that it has been hard to do it. It's also been hard because of restrictions and and everything to like do things in places and get people together and just everything has been hard. But we are making an attempt. Not this, that this anybody is us cares. An attempt. Right. Well, my mom cares. That's true. She's missed it. That's true. Your mom cares. Thanks, and, Lisa. And my agent, Maury. Yeah. Hi, Maury. Maury's, that, he still hasn't accepted the gospel. Is that your agent? No. Maury? No, I just made that up. I just made that up. But that sounds like an agent name, doesn't it? It really does. Dan, I've got something for you. It's a Budweiser commercial. You're playing a can. I imagine agents and private inspectors have the same life. Like they're in their office at 11 o'clock at night drinking whiskey from their desk. Yeah, exactly. Smoking cigarettes. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so what's happening with you? Man, it's really nothing. There's nothing happening. Yeah. I remodeled yeah. my kitchen. Yeah. Oh, nice. We're in the process of adoption, which we've been in the process for a long time. So right. not a whole lot of news there. Right. Other than that, right. literally nothing's different. What could be different? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Exactly. Except just everything is different. Well, that's true, Dan. At the you same know what time. has changed? It's yeah. not me who's changed. It's the world it's around me. It's the world around you. Around me. And this, I'm not going to lie, this has been such a, you know, we were just talking about this before we got on air, so to speak. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, I think we are, we're in danger of, especially as people who are believers in Jesus, that this is either the worst thing that's ever happened or this is nothing. Yeah. 
And I, you talked and about binary choices, right? And I think we need to do an episode on binary choices because I just yeah. think in so many, you know, when it comes to politics, when it comes to social justice, yeah. and and racial equality, when it comes to COVID, mm-hmm. and just in general, there's just so many. Our culture is forcing us to pick, depending on who you listen to for the news yeah. and who you read on on Twitter, mm-hmm. trying to force us into either you're this or you're this, right? And I just think a balanced perspective in general, but I would say also a Christian perspective, calls us to well, we don't actually have to capitulate to two bad options. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was actually yeah. the third way forward. So, you know, regards to COVID, we can admit, yeah, this has been super, super hard. Certainly harder for yeah. some than others, yeah. but hard on everyone. Jill and I were just sitting around the other day talking, like, we're so tired every night. We put the kids to bed and like around eight, we want to go to bed. Yeah. And trying to wrestle with, why are we so tired? Yeah. And I think it's just, there's just confusion and ambiguity and life's just harder now. So yeah. we recognize, yeah, this is hard. Um, but we also recognize... Other people have it a lot worse. Hey, right? it's, it's fatigue and anxiety, but yet, to your point, I'm just reading this great book by Ravi Zacharias called Seeing Jesus from the East. It's we're not in a cage in the ocean having our heads chopped off with orange jumpsuits by uh, ISIS. Right. So right. I just got a text from one of our, our partners in Southeast Asia. Yeah. There's a lady in their church who's a Christian. Uh, her family's not, and they're trying to do an arranged forced marriage to a Hindu man man she doesn't want to marry mm. and they basically kidnapped her and are going to try to force her so she ran away and is like Whoa. staying with some people in the church what so when you think about that like holy smokes you know i could yeah. bear like i have to wear this piece of fabric on my face or like yeah, yeah, yeah. i had to sit outside to eat lunch and it was hot yeah, yeah you know yeah, it just yeah. doesn't even doesn't rise to the level of that so there's got to be a way to not denigrate <laughs> yeah. the actual suffering that people are feeling kids are feeling as they go back sure. to school or not or not going back to school right you know i mean that's the other thing you've got kids i've got kids where on different spectrums there of of the kids but i wouldn't want to have your kids at that age right now because trying to explain masks and wearing a mask especially to a boy yeah like with andy i don't know how that is but like with if i was trying to make danny wear a mask at a certain age it, I, I don't know how i would have done it he actually thinks it's kind of fun well that's good that's good now the game Salo likes is rip the mask off your parents <gasps> okay face. well there yeah. you go yeah so it's just like but then my kids are older and so seeing the challenges of missing graduation for senior year not being able to start at the school they wanted to start at that they kind of had their heart set on but going somewhere else but having then also looking at the blessing of hey she was able to get accepted somewhere mm-hmm. and and start somewhere yeah. uh, in person, right. you know, somewhere else that worked out. And they, they so there is blessing in that too. And God's got a plan for everything, but it's just yeah, it's challenging. Would you say everything happens for a reason, Dan? Uh, I would say that it's a God thing. Oh my gosh! You, you know, know what I've mean? experienced though is just the tight shrubbery of protection around my family. <laughs> Are you this talking about a hedge of, a hedge of protection? Hedge of protection. Wow, so that uh, that sounds like maybe that would see. It's been so long. So <laughs> we I don't, don't even know we're still on anyway. the board. I don't even know how to use it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, set me up for that. Give me that. Hit me that again. Would you say that's a shrubbery of protection? Christianese word of the day. Wow, that you know that that's an that was worth the wait. Yeah, we have done that one before, but a shrub a shrub of a hedge of protection rather. Explain mm-hmm. that, Jared. Unpack that for us, would well, you? I love to unpack that, Dan. Gosh, let like, me pray for it's us. It's like we on. never left. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, the Lord has, has put his arms around us and protected us, which is like, that's so true. You know what I mean? Like, it is. It I know is. people who've had COVID and, and been seriously affected by it. Yeah. Uh, again, this is probably another conversation for another time. I was just talking yeah. to a member of our church who, yeah. uh, he and his wife had COVID. Right. They had to do a lung scan on his wife because right. she had pneumonia and just right. was having some serious problems. And they actually discovered that she had cancer in the course of that. And wow. had it not been for COVID, for COVID. scan, they wouldn't have found it. There you that. go. There you go. So I, 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 mean, I hate out. the like... We've talked about this before, how every Christian feels like they always have to put a positive swing on things. Like, well, 
I'm sad and lonely all the time, but you know what? I have yeah. this hymn book here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And there are days where it's just like, yeah, you have to pray and then say, God, help me just get through this day. And some days are, you do it better than others. Yeah. You know, some days I think our witness, I, I know mine is sometimes has been horrible through this as I've tried to navigate joblessness and anxiety. And, and like you said, to your point, there are days too where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to wear a mask if I go into Bass Pro Shop. You well, know what I mean? And you shouldn't have to because you're an American <laughs> white male, right? <laughs> Right? Exactly. Although I don't identify as white anymore. That's true. Yeah. I really appreciate it. As you came out as Samoan, that really meant a lot to me. Samoan's transgen- transgender. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing right yeah. now. Yeah. Today? Uh, in this hour. Z? What are we doing here? That's, yeah, that's my, my oh, pronoun. too far. I'm going to get to be able to spot this one. Great. Drive safely. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, and it's, it's a, it's a crapshoot, all this stuff. My, my, uh, my grandpa, my father-in-law is 93 and it, and <laughs> He had COVID, but yeah. we didn't know. So right. on the other spectrum, he was asymptomatic. Yeah. And so it's just like this thing. And so then you can make, then you start making anecdotal arguments like, well, your friends had it and then they've had all kinds of it. But then somebody else had, well, see, it's nothing. Well, again, a binary, it's not a binary choice. For some people, it is really bad. Some right. people, it's a cold. But- I'm really thankful how everyone has become a statistician and an <laughs> epidemiologist. <laughs> just judging by what I see people post. What, well, um, so yeah. there's nothing worse than being stuck at home for long periods of time with just your thoughts. Yeah. What are, what's like a reflection or I don't want to say a lesson because that's just too schmarmy, but. Uh, yeah, I think that's good though. I mean, for me, the lesson has been, you know, we're going through Corinthians right now at church and, and uh, we've been talking about division. We've been talking about sowing division in the church. Uh, what is division? Are we in lockstep all the time? Are we Stepford worshipers and that we have to agree on everything all the time? And I think for me, the takeaway has been if you are mature in your faith, you don't have to agree on everything, yeah. but there are certain things that are that are deal breakers. Yeah. We have to know what those are. And the only way we know that is by being in the word. Uh, and there are certain things that we can agree to disagree on, but it's how we disagree. That also should, reflects our maturity in Christ is, are you going to launch a Molotov cocktail at somebody verbally or online or in an email? Or are you going to, and because I know you and because I know some other pastors, I mean, that also gives me some clarity because I would probably be that guy if I did not know some people and know how you guys are approached. Well, I mean, somehow. you showed up in my house with a gun one night. Well, but, was, but it was unloaded. You didn't know that. Right. And I know it scared Janelle, but right. like, so what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, and let's be honest, she's got a mean roundhouse kick. Well, she I found that, that out now. the hard you way. Know what I, mean? I yeah, get it. Literally, yeah. I, absolutely. Sure. And I may show up again, but yeah. this time I'm... You better uh, bring tacos. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm going to bring. <laughs> Do that. But yeah, yeah, but it's, you know, so for me, I am, uh, there's a million things, but for me, I am learning that if if you disagree, how you disagree also reflects your maturity in Christ. And yeah. can you go to somebody and say, help me understand? And then even if you don't see completely eye to eye, you don't give up, you keep working through things. And uh, also just being, there are just days where you have to accept all I can do today is I'm just going to pray, God, let me be steadfast and as obedient as I can. And when I fall and I fail, thank God for the sacrifice of Jesus, because that is all I, some days it's all I can cling to. And things are better now, I think, than they were. Although I still have, I kid myself with this hope of like, hey, maybe tomorrow, like stupid things like Disneyland will open. I can go eat inside. (laughs) And I know it's stupid, but it's just, yeah. It's it's just the way it is, and so I also have to give myself a little bit of a break sometimes and be like, okay, well, yeah, you can, I can still want. You got to learn to forgive yourself, Dan. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing that, or and not. that's what this is all about, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know. How about you? What's your man? What's there's been, yeah, so many. I, I think I have not liked what I've seen 
in me. I mean, I just believe ideologically that, um, theologically that conflict ultimately squeezes you. You're like a toothpaste tube. Mm. Conflict squeezes you. You see what's on the inside in a way that you don't normally. Mm -hmm. And so I've been squeezed as we all have. And I've just not really liked what has come out. Mm. Um, Mm. And I, I feel like I'm at a better place now, but um, just reminded of my own sinful proclivities yeah. when when uh, stress comes. And I, I think really have just seen in myself an unkindness and a lack of charity towards people. Um, mm-hmm. Again, the Lord has me by his kindness in a better place now. But um, yeah, just dealing with anger and, and wanting to, <laughs> to fist fight people. Oh. I didn't fist fight anybody, but no, I wanted but to. But I get it. That's life though. And that, and that, I mean, I think too, you're, that's important for you to, because like when I was, I don't think I had that much, much insight. We have a few years difference in our ages. And yeah, you're I, old. Is what I'm old. old. My yeah. hip clicks. But <laughs> when you, when I was your age, I don't know that I had that kind of, that kind of reflection. And I think that's the important thing is for all of us. If you're 53, if you're 33, 34, 34, Dan. 34. So if you're 34, then each of us every day, I think as, as believers, we have to say, okay, I gotta, I gotta be teachable. I gotta have a teachable heart and I gotta try to empathize with people as much as I can. It doesn't mean that you acquiesce all the time and say, Hey, you're no, you're right. Just because I want to get along. Yeah. Right. But I think we learn that and we learn the worst part of ourselves and hopefully that's part of what God does is get helps us get rid of that purge that by the power of the Holy Spirit all yeah. the all the time because dude I looked at a tape my cousin sent me a tape of me in the 90s with my dad mm. the other day and as I looked at it I friggin' I almost really said the f word right there sorry um that's covid for you <laughs> I hated myself yeah. because I was such a smart aleck uh. and I was with my dad and he and I used to give each other, razz each other a lot. And he knew that I loved him and was kidding. And that was just kind of part of our dynamic. Right. But as I watch it now, knowing that at that time, I probably only had a few years left with my dad. Mm. I wanted to go back in that moment and tell my dad, you know, I was kidding because I just, I didn't like anything I saw about myself because yeah. I was young and bulletproof and in college. And I thought I was, I hated myself in that moment. Yeah. And I think, I'm. Sh- I hope now. Well, I hope when I'm 63, if Lord God gives me uh, 10 more years, He's told me you get 40 more. <laughs> as He told you, you yeah. got a word of knowledge. Yeah, I do. But I hope that I can look back at 53 and say, Ah, uh, I. I'm right. glad I'm not yeah. who I was at 53. And I think that's. Uh, I'm going to mention this at the end of our service this weekend. I, like we were talking the other day, I, I think it's important for us to stop and wrestle with. Okay, here's the things that just really I hate about this. Here's the uh, things that suck, and I'm not uh, diminishing them. I also think every time we're in conflict, we're, we're squeezed like that. Yeah. There needs to be a moment where you go, okay, what, what can I learn from this? Yeah. And again, not in like a, I just want to be a better person. <laughs> not in like a schmarmy <laughs> way, but like, you know, when, when you're confronted with things, with, with expressions of yourself that you don't yeah. like, yeah. I think it's easy to go, well, that's not who I am, but it is who I am. But right? it is, Because I'm yeah. clearly doing that. So there's something yeah. inside of me that, that's generating this. Yeah. So then how do I lop that part of me off? <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, as I've, as I've, you know, interacted with people and, and not interacted with them. I've had arguments in my head at three in the morning or in the mm-hmm. shower, just mm-hmm. by myself in the shower, I should clarify. Yeah. It was just me, just me in there. Um, you don't, I don't need often... to elaborate on that either. Thank you. <laughs> so there I was. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'll never be able to scrub this out of my mind. Um, yeah, I just not, I'm not like what I've seen. So it's been, a, it's been those moments like you described of coming to the Lord and saying like, this is disgusting. Please forgive yeah. me for this and please change me because this isn't the person I want to be, right? No. I want to, I want to come across people I disagree with and because I'm stressed just to vomit on them or to take things yeah. out on them. Yeah. 
And also, I, I've, here's something else I haven't liked about myself is like, I have felt this need to have. I want. I want everybody else to know how much I'm suffering right now. So mm-hmm. like, and not. Here's the again. It's not. It's this binary idea. But you don't have to always be. It's super. Everything's great. Heidi ho neighbor. Better than I deserve. Right. Exactly. But it also doesn't have to be. Oh, I don't know, man. It's all right. I'm just. You know. Like then I tend to go to the place where it's like I want to make sure everybody knows how tough life has been for me right now too. And it's just like I don't like that. I don't like that about myself. And there, I also don't like that there's some days where like I have read I have prayed but my heart has not been in it if mm. I'm honest there's some dry spells I've had through this season that like I'm like I go through the motions but yeah. but that's part of it because as I've stayed I think that's what they mean by steadfast and faithful mm-hmm. is that even in those times where maybe you don't feel super connected, it's that mustard seed, you know, that carries you through. And then all of a sudden a brush fire starts up in your heart and you're like, okay, all right, God, I see. You know what I mean? But, yeah, uh, absolutely, man. I was, uh, I got to do chapel for our staff this last week and we're going through the book of Colossians. Yeah. And I was just thinking about, yeah, what is it that makes me feel more tired in COVID than other? Because I'm not actually doing a ton more. Yeah. It's just like the the social pressure, the emotional pressure, the ambiguity. And I was thinking, I'm looking for stability and yeah. the resumption of the normative, yeah. right? Like yeah. I feel like if, like you were saying, if if things open back up, it wouldn't necessarily change my day to day a ton. It would just be normal's back and, and yeah. I'd find stability there. Yeah. Um, I'm just being challenged by that because like stability doesn't ultimately, as a Christian, stability doesn't come through my ability to exert my control in my circumstances. Yes. It comes through rest in Christ. Yes. That's what Paul's talking about yeah, in Colossians. Yeah. And so in verses 15 through 23, he kind of talks about just how great Jesus is. And then he ends by saying, if indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel. And that just like uh, slapped me in the face because I'm looking yeah. for stability. Stable. And the way that I, I live as a stable, steadfast Christian is by mm-hmm. not shifting off the hope of the gospel. Yeah. And and the times that I have are the times when I, I feel the instability and I feel the emotional weight of that way yeah. more than others. Yeah. And so the call isn't I gotta get I gotta get back to this. I gotta get back to normal. It's I gotta I gotta put my hope back on Jesus Christ. Right. On the thing that is the object of our faith. Yeah. And and that is real easy. It, it's funny what a bunch of pansies <laughs> we are that like I just, you know, that when this little thing, you and I were talking about this earlier too, that when something like this little comes along and it derails us so much and then you see people still professing Christ who ISIS is cutting their heads off, those Coptic Christians in the cage, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, yeah, uh uh-huh, that's, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I haven't really been able to eat sushi inside for... I am so sorry. I'm Thank sorry you. to hear that. Thanks but for saying that. But it at least you have a packet of honey on your desk here. So we're taping from Jared's office today. <laughs> I have to tell you, there's a little sad packet of Kraft honey like you would get at KFC in the box underneath a, a business card. But it's stacked up so nicely in a perfect 90-degree angle or in a T. Sometimes I like tea. Okay? Are you OCD at all? Uh, yeah, but yeah, we wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily tell it from my desk, but no, really, but are really you? Am. Yeah. Okay. Cause the honey pack is perfectly worse. laid out. It's, it's getting worse. Is your mom and dad like that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dad, you're listening. What do you think? <laughs> they, they like things a certain way. And I, I never okay. really thought about it in those terms. Yeah. And so, yeah, when I met Janelle, I was like the free, like, you know, we don't need to have schedules. We just need to love people, bro. <laughs> and she was reminding me this other day. Now, bro. now I'm like the total yeah. weirdo where yeah. I plan everything and yeah. Wow. I sweep the floor like four times a day and wipe the counters down a lot. <laughs> that's just, that's COVID. That's all that is right there. You're just in there. It's getting worse. Is it? Yeah. That's interesting. So I will be in a home at some point <laughs> and I'll just enjoy the freedom that I have as long as I have it. Oh my God. I think, um, 
you know, we're talking about this hope that we have. I think yeah. I've been really aware of just the weight of people who don't have that now. I mean, mm -hmm. thinking about how hard we're working as a church and not necessarily doing the world's greatest job, but working really hard to try to stay connected to people. We use the term, we want mm -hmm. to be aggressively present. Mm -hmm. um, just thinking about people who don't have that or mm -hmm. people who, who are out of work or they're working from home, mm -hmm. um, who don't have family in the area, who haven't felt comfortable being with family or with friends and just that kind of loneliness oh, yeah. and that emptiness. Uh, I know you have a friend who's been kind of wrestling through some of that. I just feel like COVID, COVID's yeah. been this magnifying glass. So whatever was there before COVID, yeah. whether or not COVID directly impacts that, it just yeah. ups it, right? Everything's yeah. gone to an 11 yeah. in terms of, of just all the things that you normally struggle with are just there, they're present. Oh yeah, for sure. And that is, um, yeah, that, that, that's true. You know, you see that and as, because as hard as this has been for us, you do see people without that hope and man, very quickly, you just realize there is nothing that's going to fill this anxious, uh, yeah. feeling right. that is created. And, you know, if I'm honest, there are some days where God barely fills that, but it's enough mm. that it it carries me through. And ultimately, I never give up. I never, I, I never doubt it. I yeah. don't not believe it. Yeah. But my level of faith is there. Are just there have been times through this where it's just because I I lied to myself all through this. I mm. thought I knew. I was like, oh, this is gonna be two weeks. It's gonna be a month. <laughs> Remember that? It's gonna be two months. Remember that? It's gonna be four months. <laughs> It's funny because some people are listening to this and like, we've been open for three months now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, and you know, the other hard thing too is watching people leave because in California, a lot of people, like yeah. a lot of my friends and a lot of people have left. And I get it because at some point too, you don't have options. Like people are like, I got to work and I got to figure out something else. And, you know, I understand that as well. But then, and we went through that too, thinking, well, is is there somewhere else? But then you think, I think that always is easier sounding than it, than it really is yeah. to establish connection to, I think the reality washes over me sometimes of like, what would I do though if I, right. if I went somewhere else? That, yeah. The thought of that is so daunting to me. I moved a lot and starting over is really hard and I'm not, yeah. I mean, this was as a kid. So, I mean, I think yeah. every year you get older, there's yeah. more connection there and, and moving just gets harder. Right. And I'm wondering too, even from a theological standpoint, if there's another wave of disappointment coming for all of us, I would think, especially for people who don't have Christ from our worldview, because we're thinking, okay, well, if we can just get X, mm -hmm. then I'll feel better. Oh, and yeah. I, we just know that the nature of humanity is that when we get the thing that we want, we actually find out, well, this doesn't actually satisfy me either. 100%. So we're all kind of feeling yes. this way to depression and anxiety and discouragement, hoping for something. And I think when we actually get that thing, it's going to be like, oh, well, that's that's not it either. So now that, what? That's part of, have you seen this, uh, the documentary on Netflix about social media? The no, social I watch dilemma. It. So it, it folds into exactly, this is why we have this perfect storm of stuff that's coming down the pike that only the gospel and Christ really is the answer because I have noticed this in me. They talk about the dopamine that's released mm -hmm. with all the things they've built into messages and everything on social media and how like I, literally if you pull down the screen to refresh your email or whatever it is or Facebook, there's a, uh, a, yeah. a little clock that goes around. That's to simulate the buzz you get from a slot machine. Oh, and so really? when, when you – are you, am I going to get something new? Is it going to refresh my feet? Like no literally whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. there's psychology behind that's how they've built this into these systems. Systems. It's terrifying. And so, but I'm, I see that in myself yeah. because Jill and I were fathoming that how during this whole time, there have been times where I've been so on my phone, like, well, maybe, 
maybe there'll be this good news here or maybe a good news story or maybe I'll get an audition or maybe you know what I mean and right. it's just like this constant like to your point of I'm looking for just that one thing that's going to make everything all right yeah. and then you get that thing and then it's like that wasn't it but 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 but, 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 but yeah but, yeah and I've and been not. so guilty of that yeah oh it's just terrifying it is I mean it's terrifying to think about people who who live out there without again from our worldview from the Christian worldview people who, who don't have the hope of Jesus Christ, the right. fellowship of other Christians. Right. As as discouraging as this is, I almost feel like it's setting it up for a way bigger discouragement. Yeah. And kind of the hopelessness of like, what's the point? What's the point anymore? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's uh it's terrifying. And it's terrifying that even when you know all these things and you have the hope that we have, I can still fall into these traps. Yeah. And like this thing on social media, just like, and again, I, I, social media can be such a good thing. There are so many ways it's a good tool. And it, Do you mean Farmville? <laughs> wow, that's throwing it way back. <laughs> yes, I was going to say Pac-Man. Um, but you know, yeah, totally. It's, uh, but there's, there's good things, but then there are so many things that are baked into it. Again, binary choices, either yeah. no social media right. or is there a way to use it responsibly? Although after I saw this thing, I was like, man, it's pretty stacked against you. But but I don't know, man. It's. Uh, I was just talking to uh, one of our employees here today, and we were just joking about how amazing it would be if we could get our church to commit to a month of no social media, and like, and use that time instead to go talk to your neighbor, talk to yeah. other people you might disagree with, talk to your family. Well, let's not get carried away. Yeah, you're like, right. You know, <laughs> that's, guess, that's, yeah. that's a bridge yeah. too far. No, turn the TV on or something. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, the risk of selling super self righteous because I already, already am in a lot of ways. I've been off social media for two months, and it has felt so. <laughs> That's America laughing at you, Jared. Yeah. Well, Did you really? That's amazing. It's been it's been really healthy for me. Everything. Everything's it's, gone. Yeah. Well, I take that back. I have Twitter on my work computer so that oh. I can I can like check it and okay. see like no, what's going you. on in evangelicalism, yeah, but I, I don't you. do it at night. I don't because like I just yeah. found myself yeah, yeah. at night, in the morning, on the weekends. Oh yeah. Even during the day, just checking it and then like seeing something and getting worked up about it and thinking about how I would respond to that. And then anxiety yeah, no, would yeah. I was waking up arguing with people in my head that I, w I wasn't actually talking to. Yes. It just was really unhealthy. I remember you said that and you had a good point. It was almost like you didn't want to be able to know what people are thinking and read yeah. their minds because then when you see them, <laughs> even I if you have those thoughts, yeah. I would see them up at church and like, oh, yeah. I'm coming for you, buddy. Right. So I was I was listening to a podcast the other day and this guy was saying that too. He said, you know, social media has largely become stream of consciousness. Yeah. And I just think that's a really interesting idea that it's not like we're thinking through posts anymore. It's just no. bam, bam, bam. And right. the speed with which we can interact with each other mm. doesn't even like leave room for thought or the Holy Spirit to catch up with it. We're just lighting people up. Yeah. Um, and so I don't, I don't want to see people's stream of consciousness. It's yeah. not good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the same way that if they could see my stream of consciousness, nobody would be friends with me and I wouldn't oh, be a pastor. Absolutely. 100%. And I didn't want to be the one to tell you, but <laughs> well, I should say you're so fired. I, so I keep my job, not me, but people like me. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, of yeah, yeah. Well, there's always Netflix. Yeah. You can come up and pitch shows like uh, overly sexualized prepubescent dance team. Oh, I'm sorry. Cuties. Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> I, I just saw the headline. I didn't actually Dude. read it. Dude, who I I how can we be in the whole 2020 thing. after <sighs> Me Too, and well here's and here's the other thing how can this is where everything is insidious in election year and stuff where everybody's are you going to give me some QAnon stuff? Yes, everybody's okay. trying to capitalize on like, hey, this is a Republican outrage thing. This is a Democrat. It shouldn't be. 
this should be a, a, no, a everybody should person. raise their hand and say this is disgusting we, let's find this person and arrest them well just like we don't none of us agree we don't like human trafficking we don't like we don't like uh, you know predatory behavior for men women right. girls but like this is just i'm sorry these these girls are 11 dude and you see it's like yeah i imagine jeffrey epstein watching this thing and you know there's, and a there's million tons people of people out there, out there right. Like that, right and now it's on netflix yeah and it's that's what the other thing that amazes me is that people then are like well we're gonna we're gonna make it a it shouldn't both sides should be this should be one of those things where everybody can just say you're right i don't care i'm not going to score any political yeah. points here this this is just this is no good right this is no good yeah i saw somebody post that about epstein the other day was like listen if if bill clinton had anything to do with epstein he should go to jail if donald <laughs> trump had anything he should go to jail like it doesn't matter what political party you're on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i um yeah. so I, I was disappointed because i pitched an, another show to netflix called cuties but it was about the little mandarins you know what i mean <laughs> just how they're formed and so i got uh, beat out still kinda, geez, i'm sorry still about, sore about that, that. Yeah. yeah you should get an attorney yeah, it was hard-hitting television you know <laughs> sometimes those things are really hard to peel well uh we're at 28 minutes should we keep going or just want to shut it down I don't know. I mean, I I think we've got other things to talk about, but I think they would bleed into another show. We need to do another show. So here's the deal. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. We it are? It yeah. might be premature. <laughs> Let's see if we do this one more time. I think we are. I think we're back. Uh, we're going to post two episodes that we taped before. Understand that they are four months old, so you're going to hear anachronisms, and that's okay. And one's with just us, and one's with Brian, I think. Is it? I think we did one with Brian. I don't remember anything. Yeah, I, I know, I know. It was it was a blur, mainly because of the moonshine. But well, absolutely. Gosh, I can't even see anymore. Did I say that out loud? I'm so I sorry. Yeah. Wow. Um, if you guys, I things that you would like for us to discuss because uh, we know that many of you take your cues for life and godliness from the show. <laughs> we want to take that seriously. Please email us at blessingfilledhost at gmail We're gonna bring some guests back. Uh, all the creativity that we poured into this or the lack of creativity that we poured into this in the last few years, we're coming back. It's just good. Like I just, I'll just say this, this is cute. I just miss you, man. This is good to do again. Dude, I know it is good. And it's good to talk. And we look forward to interacting and talking with you guys. We are Christianese and we will see you next time. Jared, Dan, so long. Wow.